Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 28th, 2019. I am, uh, I'm in a series for the whole year entitled Heaven on Earth, and for the last few weeks, we've been looking at a passage in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, where we've been learning how to press through it. And, and I'm at the end of it now. I'm wrapping up this passage on 2 Corinthians chapter 12, and I'm ready to move on to something else. I'm still going to teach on pressing through it, but I'm not going to do so from this passage. So I'll wrap it up today, maybe tomorrow, and we'll move on from it. But we have been studying this passage for weeks. We'll go back to it again this morning. The title of today's message is A New Way to Look at Challenges. As a believer, sometimes you know, we're going to be faced with lots of challenges on the road, on the path to our destiny. And sometimes we just need a fresh perspective of those challenges, how to look at it, because um, our perspective is going to impact and influence our actions, right? So sometimes we just need a, a new way to look at challenges. I don't know what you're facing this morning, but no matter what you're facing, as we go through this word for this morning, I believe that you're going to get a fresh perspective of the challenges. You're going to embrace the grace of God on another level and you'll come out on top, not because you're so good, but because God is so good and his power is on you to overcome. You are an overcomer. I just want to remind you of that this morning. So after the apostle Paul uh, said all that he said about his trip to heaven, how, you know, he went to heaven, he saw things that it was unexplainable, you know, things that were unlawful, he said, for a human to even see or to talk about. Then he talked about this this messenger from Satan, this demon from the adversary, this thorn in the flesh that was assigned to him. Then he talked about the three times he was like, Lord, please take this thing away. But God refused to take it away. Instead of giving him less challenge, God gave him more grace. Then after all of that, the apostle Paul made this statement. He said, this is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties for when I am weak, then I am made strong. Now, he said this. I just quoted that from the New International Version. I also want to give you the same statement from the J.B. Phillips translation. So the J.B. Phillips translation of what I just said uh, reads this way. It says, Paul is saying, therefore, I have cheerfully made up my mind to be proud of my weaknesses because they mean, weaknesses mean a deeper experience with the power of Christ. I can even enjoy weaknesses, sufferings, privations, persecutions, and difficulties for Christ's sake. For my very weakness makes me strong in him. So I'm talking about looking at a fresh way of looking at persecutions or challenges. He was saying, listen, I enjoy, I, there is pleasure in the pain. When I'm going through these challenges, for Christ's sake, when, when I am being persecuted for the cause of Christ, I enjoy it. I enjoy the process. This is a different way to look at challenges. So what does this mean to you today? For this morning, I have seven quick things to share with you. Let's get into those things. I want you to open up your heart now to receive seven things. Here's number one. There's a big difference between suffering for Christ and reaping a bad harvest on a bad seed. So I do the other six are going to really have a different flavor. But this first one, I just want to get this out of the way. So Paul took pleasure in the pain that he experienced um, for suffering for the cause of Christ. Now, you shouldn't take pleasure in something that you brought upon yourself. So th there's a difference between suffering for the cause of Christ or suffering because of the divine assignment that God placed on your life from the foundations of the world 
and just reaping a bad harvest on a bad seed. If you made a poor decision, then you're going to get poor results. And that has nothing to do with God. So don't blame that on God and don't say, oh, I take pleasure in that. No, don't take pleasure in poor decisions. Don't take pleasure in a bad harvest that you brought upon yourself because of bad seed. So there's a difference between you reaping what you've sown and suffering for Christ. So let me get that out of the way. Okay, so number two, God gives you the grace to face whatever you're facing. So with the number one out of the way, let's just focus on what you're facing. So whatever you're facing right now, this morning, God has already given you the grace to face it. God loves you dearly. Say, God loves me. Say, God loves me. This is what you got to get down in your heart. Say, God loves me. And I know it. When you get to the point where you know that God loves me, God loves me with an unconditional love. He would never turn his back on me. He would never leave me nor forsake me. He would never relax the grip that he has on me. When you know that you have a loving, caring, sharing heavenly father who is watching over you, then you know that he has already given you the grace to face whatever you are facing it. If you are facing it, it is only because God has already given you the grace to overcome it. Number three, bigger challenges mean more grace. Paul faced seemingly insurmountable challenges. But every time he did, God gave him more grace. So instead of lowering the bar on the challenges, God raised the bar on his grace. Paul was able to triumph, to overcome through Christ Jesus. He was able to overcome everything that he had to overcome while he was on the road to his destiny. And the same thing can be said for us. So if you are facing it, and maybe it's something that you've, it's harder than you've ever faced. You're saying, Rick, you just don't understand. This is the hardest thing I've ever faced in my life. Then I can tell you that if it's the hardest thing you've ever faced in your life, then God's grace is on you to a greater level. The height of the challenge will never exceed the power of God's grace. There's no time and no moment in your life will you ever have more challenge than grace. Whatever the challenge is, no matter how high the challenge, grace is even higher. So the grace of God is on you to overcome. Number four, bigger challenges means that God trusts you with more. And that's a fresh perspective as well. So God is not going to allow you to face something that you can't handle. And if that's true, and it is, then that means that if you're facing it, then God trusts you with it. God should be able to trust you today with things that he could not have trusted you with 10 years ago. Things that would have crushed you 10 years ago, God can trust you with today. Why? Because you're growing in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is why Paul said, I take pleasure in challenges. Why? Because I'm growing in grace. If you, if, if you have this perspective that, hey, no matter what comes my way, God trusts me with it, then you can take pleasure in the opportunity to overcome the obstacle and overcome the challenge. Why? Because it means that God is trusting you with more and he's giving you the grace to overcome. Number five, bigger challenges mean that you're making a difference. See, Satan only attacks those who are worth attacking. So Paul was under great attack because he had a great assignment. And it's the same thing with you. If Satan is constantly attacking you, it is only because you are making a difference in this world. Let me say this. Look at me for a minute. If no one is ever talking about you, right? If, if no one has your name in their mouth, then chances are you're not doing anything of significance in this world. Because if you are a world changer, I mean, like God is going to use you to change the world, then people are going to talk about you. People are going to have your name in their mouth. People are going to backstab you. People will go around you. You will be attacked and you will be opposed. You know why? Because you're doing the will of God. You All that live godly, the Bible says, shall suffer persecution. So if you're not, if, if, if nobody ever bothers you with anything and there's no opposition, 
then I have to question whether or not you're doing anything of significance in this world. Number six, bigger challenges mean you are being perfected in weakness. See, God is only only able to allow you to face bigger challenges when you're being perfected in weakness, when you're actually dying to self, when you're relying on him. And so you're able to face a challenge on another level because I'm learning how to rely on God on another level. So if it seems like Satan is attacking you on a greater level, then get excited about it. That means that you are actually relying on God on another level. You are actually accepting your weaknesses on another level. You're relying on God's strength on another level. Congratulations. See, I'm trying to give you a different way to look at your challenges, a fresh perspective. Number seven, and finally, when the challenges come, get excited. Paul said, man, I take pleasure in this thing. I get excited. I take pleasure in the pain. When you understand that the grace of God is on you, and you don't cower at challenges. You're not, being a Christian, being a world changer is not, let me say, I'm from Brooklyn, so I have to talk like I'm from Brooklyn. This is not for punks. This is this is not for the faint at heart. You got to be strong in the Lord. Glory to God that there's nothing you can't do. There's no challenge you can't overcome. This is not for cowards. This is for the courageous. You got to get excited about the fact when you're facing something that God has allowed you to face it, that, that you face that challenge head on knowing that there will be a great testimony when it's over. So if, if the challenge is greater, you say, man, this is a greater challenge than I've ever faced, then the story on the other side of the storm is going to be amazing. I'm going to have the greatest testimony that I've ever had before in my life. I don't know what God is going to do, but I know it's going to be good. God hasn't told me yet, but I know I'm not going to lose. I know I'm going to win. I know I'm going to, I know I'm going to come out on top. And because of it, man, this test, the story is going to be amazing. The testimony is going to be great. I'm excited. Lord, I don't know how you're going to look. I'm facing this challenge. You haven't told me yet how I'm going to overcome, but I know that you're on me and in me and with me and for me. There's no way I can lose. I know I'm coming out on top. I know I'm going to win. I am an overcomer and I shall overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of my testimony. And when I come out on the other side of the storm, I'm going to have something to say. I'm going to give you the glory. I'm going to tell my story. So this thing is not going to crush me because if it was going to crush me, I wouldn't be facing it. You trust me with it. I have a fresh perspective of it. I get excited. This is going to be amazing. You have to have experiences with God. God allows you to have experiences with him. You just can't know God in a book. You can't know God just in on Sunday mornings reading some pages. No, you got to know God in real life. You got to experience him every day in every way. And these challenges give you an opportunity to experience the power of God. So get excited. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. Say this. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me more and more about your amazing grace. My understanding of your grace is changing the way I look at challenges. So instead of bowing my head and saying, woe is me, when I face a challenge, I get excited because I know I have the grace to face it. You will never allow me to face something I cannot handle. So if I'm facing it, I can take it. You've given me the grace for it. You trust me with it. Knowing this, I know that I'll come out on top every time. Therefore, I am not moved by what I see. I am only moved by what you say. Your grace is on me. Your spirit is in me. Your power is made available to me. I rejoice in every challenge 
because it is an opportunity for you, Father, to flex your muscles through me. So I enter this day with a fresh perspective of challenges, and I take pleasure in everything that comes my way. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. There's a subscribe button so you'll get a a free copy of my notes in your email inbox every day. So sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. I want you to head into this day with a fresh perspective of challenges, knowing that God is on you, in you, with you, and for you. You're covered by the blood of Jesus. You're filled with the Holy Spirit. There's nothing you can't do. No matter how big the challenge, grace is even greater. And do me a favor, before you leave the screen, please share this message on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. I love you, and God loves you. Go into this day embracing the love of God and embracing the grace of God. God bless you.